0: Hand-washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO.
1: Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say. This is before the Packers selected Jordan Love.
2: Yeah, we haven't picked a skill player in the first round in the last 15 years, so that'd be kind of cool.
1: When you move up from 30 to 26, that's not he fell into your lap. Well, you got your skills position, player. He's called a quarterback.
0: Dan Patrick.
1: The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM channel 211
0: and on the
2: Sirius XM app.
0: Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into ghost sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. That's GO Sleeves.com and enter discount code radio.
1: There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Let's go there. Do you have what it takes? Find out at goarmy.com slash warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Me, Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. This is Case Watch, brought to you by the Lawyer to Lawyer Network. Case Watch recognizes the attorneys at Stampone, O'Brien Dilsheimer for securing an $8 million award on behalf of a minor who suffered neurological injuries in a motor vehicle accident as a result of a road rage incident, as well as achieving a $3.15 million award on behalf of a worker who sustained catastrophic injuries on a construction site after falling from an unprotected deck. Stampone O'Brien Dilsimer has achieved justice totaling over $350 million on behalf of injury victims across the Delaware Valley. Case Watch is proud to recognize Stampone O'Brien Dilsimer. Case Watch, in case you didn't know.
0: Discount code radio.
1: Listen to the Tony Bruno show with
2: Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, channel 211, and with the Sirius XM app.
1: Even before the Miami Sound Machine, Mm. there was the great Armando Sawaro down there in Miami. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing great. Uh, I am greater than the Miami Saw machine. What can I tell you?
1: Absolutely. I saw you tweeting this morning when we lost Don Shula, and, of course, the whole sports world is mourning his loss. And I saw your tweets. And, obviously, you've been down there in Miami for a long, long time, Armando. Uh, Just give us a recap, because I know one of the things that's going on right now is that there seems to be a public outcry, and I'm sure that's not going to be a problem, that they're going to change the name of the stadium. It's going to be Hard Rock Stadium, but... There's no doubt that Don Shula's name should be incorporated into the name.
2: Well, uh, I think that the Hard Rock Corporation might have something to say about that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Hard, you know, Hard Rock Stadium or at Don Shula Field. Right, right. Or vice versa, but obviously it's going to continue to be Hard Rock Stadium. They have a contract. Uh, <laughs> It was a quarter of a billion dollars, Uh, and so, you know, that's going to remain. Don Shula is much more than the name on a stadium, Tony, at least down here. Absolutely. Uh, Whether he gets his name – actually, his name is already in the stadium because he's on the honor roll and multiple times because the the 17-0 team is on the honor roll as well so look I don't think it's a big controversy Um, I don't think that anyone in the Shula family is going to be up in arms if Don Shula's name isn't on the moniker Don Shula transcends Hard Rock Stadium people will remember Don Shula long after Hard Rock Stadium is ashes
1: I agree and I remember when it was Joe Robbie Stadium who was a sports writer for which they named the stadium initially, and now they don't even acknowledge no one remembers Joe Robbie stadium. I mean, how many name changes have there been since? And then I wasn't in, in, inferring that they're going to change the name, but, you know, up there, in, for example, in Colorado, you know, it's such-and-such such field at Invesco Stadium, whatever it was before. So it could be, it could be Don Shula Field at Hard Rock Stadium. I, I, I don't think there's going to be any problem with that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I doubt it also. Also, if you're a corporation— uh, and you're the corporation that goes, no, to Don Shula <laughs> yeah. and the Don Shula name? That's bad how PR. How many people are going to be, yeah, how many? they've got hotels out here, you know. How many people are going to be going? <laughs> Not too many.
1: Exactly. So what's been the reaction today, Miami? Obviously, everybody loved Don Shula. If you got to meet him, you know, and then people talk about those losses in Super Bowls and other people who argue about Belichick. I mean, Belichick's got more Super Bowl appearances and more wins, but nobody's going to have Is there anybody that's ever going to win 347 games in the NFL? Uh,
2: I don't know if that's true or not, uh, whether someone does it or not, but let me put it to you this way. So in 1972, the Miami Dolphins played 17 games, and they won 17 games. And Bill Belichick hasn't done that, and no one else, had done that before, and no one else has done it since. Hmm. And the only team that ever did it first was that team coached by that guy. And so, you know, look, records are made to be broken, but (laughs) uh, Neil Armstrong, I believe, was the first man that said, foot on the moon, no one beat him there. And that's never going to change. Don Shula was the only man who coached the team to a perfect season first.
1: Hey, Armando, obviously, you know, the winningest coach of all time, but what what, what kind of a coach was he with his players? Like I, I understood he was pretty
0: demanding.
2: He was demanding. He was exacting. Uh, he was a lot tougher earlier than he was later on. We just got done talking to Dan Marino, and he contrasted how Shula in the sixties and the seventies was way different than Shula in the eighties and the nineties. Hmm. Uh and it wasn't just about, by the way, about personality or or you know, the way he approached things. Don Shula, people gotta understand they won back to back Super Bowls um with a running team that played, you know, great defense. And in one of those Super Bowls, they threw the ball eight times. Right. And then Dan Marino shows up, and he had a 48-touchdown season that broke all sorts of records and arguably is the reason that the NFL is the passing league today. Mm. And so uh, at that time, 48 touchdowns was like unheard of. It was like Ruth hitting 60 home runs. It just didn't happen. Uh, obviously, we're different now. Things are different. The rules are different. But back then, uh, people were going, wait a second. This is Don Shula. They just went to the Super Bowl two years ago with David Woodley, and now they just had a season in which the guy passed for 48 touchdown passes and 5,000 yards. What's this all about? And that's the way that, you know, they were off and running after that. Uh, and often running is probably the wrong way to describe it because they were often passing after that.
1: Exactly. Armando Salguera down in Miami. And now I mentioned Joe Robbie. I was mistaken. Joe Robbie was one of the owners. I was thinking of Jack Murphy. That's in San Jack Diego. Jack Murphy yeah. was the sports writer in San Diego who they named the field after this field that now unfortunately doesn't have an NFL team anymore. And Joe Robbie was one of the original owners. And I believe Danny Thomas, according to my buddy Dean at Loud Bag, said that Danny Thomas was also a partner. In the ownership group of the Miami Dolphins back in the day,
2: that is correct. Uh, and then Joe Robbie bought Danny Thomas out, and Joe Robbie was the owner through the you know the dual the Super Bowl years, and then into the uh, '80s.
1: And then it became more valuable to put corporation names on stadiums mm-hmm. and not individual people. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: I'm telling you, that stadium has had more names than uh, just about anybody. It's Joe Robbie, Pro Player, Sun Life, Hard Rock, Dolphin Stadium. They they actually called it Dolphins Stadium one year, and then the next year they came back and changed it to Dolphin Stadium. Yeah, uh, because somehow that S just needed to be changed. And don't forget
1: Land Shark. <laughs> yeah. Land Shark was there. Right. yeah. Hey Armando, if there if there's one you know perceived knock maybe on Don Shula's career, would you say it it's that he didn't get to more Super Bowls with Dan Marino and eventually win one?
2: Yeah, um he only got to one mm-hmm. with Marino and they lost to the to niners. the 49ers and Obviously, you know, that was a pretty good 49ers team. After that game, Marino thought, we're going to be doing this more, you know, as we get better. And they never got better. Um, And Don Shula, after he retired, he said that the, you know, the one thing that ate at him and the one regret that he had was that he was never able to get Dan Marino a Super Bowl ring. That was obviously the one, um, you know, coal in the stocking that, that really um, affected Don, Shula, and Dan Marino.
1: Well, you know, I mean, with the steakhouses and Don's relationship with the community down there, I mean, he, he still, I saw him when we were there for the Super Bowl a couple of months ago, and he is still a revered person. I mean, there's nobody in the Miami area, or throughout the NFL for that matter, that doesn't have nothing but high regard for Don Shula.
2: Of course. And, you know, I mean, South Florida is relatively new to the, you know, the sports scene when you compare it to cities that have been around for 150 years and have had teams back in the 20s and, and the 30s. Um, but we have had some folks down here that did something. Uh, Dwayne Wade won, you know, three NBA championships down here. The Marlins won two. And Dan Marino is a big deal. Derek Jeter now owns or is part of the ownership of the Marlins. Um, We've got an MLS team owned by David Beckham. And given all of that and all of that heady, you know, celebrity, Don Shula is on the Mount Rushmore and he's the first sculpture over, okay? Everybody else follows.
1: And even Marino, even though he didn't win a Super Bowl, is still obviously a fixture in the South Florida-Miami area landscape.
2: No doubt. I mean, uh, you know, I run into them all the time. People that root for the Miami Dolphins today, in large part, they do so because they remember Don Shula and Dan Marino. Mm -hmm. They're not loving this team because, in the last 20 years, they've been in a 468 winning percentage. <laughs> they love this team because in the previous 20 years, they were kicking butt every year and competing for, you know, uh, mo- many years, conference titles, and all the years, division titles. Don Shula, by the way, uh, 33 years he coached, he had two losing seasons.
1: Yep. Wow. That's pretty amazing. That is amazing. Armando, the other story today, that the Dolphins seem to be the first team in the NFL, as the schedule will be announced later on, that are already starting to think about how to allow limited numbers of fans back in with the social distancing. What's the reaction to that? Is that something they're going to they're go ahead with, or is just something they're just throwing against the wall right now?
2: Yeah, that's a very splattered wall, I would say. Of course, they're going to plan things, and they're going to discuss things. And, you know, come September... As you know, we may very well be in a completely different situation than we are here at the beginning of May. Um, it's good to have plans, and then life happens,
1: yeah.
2: and, you know, those plans, good luck with that.
1: So you don't think it's going to happen if they play football that the Miami model is the one that could be the first one instituted by any professional sports team?
2: I can't say for sure, one way or the other, I do know this for sure, that there's nothing for sure. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you know, again, the Miami model might be a thing, but the Miami model also might be 65,000 people in the stands. I mean, we've gotten way far afield on, this is how it's going to be, and oh, by the way, no, that's not how it's going to be, because... Even the models of the models are, are bad. Uh, let's, can we just let the stuff happen?
1: Hey, I'm not the one coming up with these plans. I mean, I would, we just talk <laughs> I mean, who came up with that today? Because that became a story this morning. Yeah, from sixty-five. I blame 000.
2: you directly, Bruno. <laughs> it's, it's your bad.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the one who's sitting here figuring out social distancing. You only want $15,000. i am saying 15000 is enough. Harry was saying those people should be charged more. I say you got to charge no, them more. I'm saying no, you don't. Why would you charge people who are willing to go in there? More money. Because me gonna- and three of my drunk buddies will pay extra to be in our own yeah, suite. Yeah, how much for a box if we can get a box <laughs> up there? Right next to the Dan Marino's box. Right next to Dan's box. Exactly.
2: Yeah. You can't get anything next to anything because you have to be, you have to have a socially distant box.
1: It's an outrage. I'll tell you one thing about the Miami models; they're in full effect on South Beach Super Bowl week. I follow them we all on the, Instagram. Oh Melanie. man, it was an unbelievable. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, you live there, but South Beach Super Bowl week. I mean, every weekend it's great, except now when nobody can go out. But they can go out, right? People are out there. Are they not on the beaches in Miami?
2: They're definitely on, on the beaches. And, yes, I'm aware. We have models on our beaches. Yes. Thank you. Wait, is This break, that. is breaking. This breaking news. Breaking
1: news, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Breaking The models have – those are the weather models. You know, they're right. always talking about the models, the, 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 the storm models and the European models right. when there's hurricanes. For the warnings. hurricanes, yeah, yeah. And the European models, you know, even when they're wrong, I still like them. You know what I mean? Even something... when they're wrong, they're right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Armando, great stuff, man. Appreciate the reminiscences and all the good Miami talk. Love Miami, man. I can't believe it was a couple months ago we were there and nobody cared about anything because nobody knew anything.
2: It's uh, it's amazing, but you know, like I said, well, <laughs> we still don't know anything, <laughs> so we're
1: good. <laughs> all well. Thanks, Armando. Thank you, brother. Good. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming on. The great. Miami Herald writer Armando Salguero. He does radio, too. I know he does.